this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Eugene Meltzner here, inviting you to join today's assemblage of characters and myself for an extended period of discovery, imagination, and exhilaration. Of excitement, that is. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. I'll bet they're cute. Oh, ugly. Not suitable for public exposure. They're adorable. Well, can't you just tell me what the subject is? I'd rather not. I think it's more of a an army of red ants. No way. Father, thank you for your very kind note and the care package you sent. The towels and linens were beautiful, and the sweater was equally attractive. I was amused by the rather delicate way in which you asked me to stop writing strictly about what I'm learning here at the college and to give you some indication of my social life. Well, between my studies and work at Holstein's Books, I don't have much time for socializing. But since I became a Christian, I've been seeing my friends from Wits End more than anyone else. Mostly Connie Kendall, since she's helping me with the basics of my newfound belief. I told you the latest about Eugene. Since he returned from his adventure across country, we've been working at our agreement to remain just friends. Of course, the big news is that John Avery Whitaker, or Wit as most people call him, left Odyssey to run an archaeological mission in the Middle East. Everyone misses him a lot. Wit's End is now managed by an old friend of his named Jack Allen. I have told you about Wit's End, right? It's a shop set up as an ice cream parlor, interactive museum, library, theater, a little bit of everything for the children of Odyssey. Some remarkable things happen there as well. Maybe it's due to my recent conversion to Christianity. But it sometimes seems as if situations emerge that purposefully teach a lesson. <laughs> Perhaps it would help if I gave you an example. The other day I was there talking with Eugene. And so our computers at the school were down for at least two hours. Two hours? Did they discover the source of the problem? Yes, gophers. Gophers? They burrowed down to the cables and decided to make a meal of them. They're attracted to the lead for some unknown reason. Of course. The telephone companies used to have those problems when they were laying cable across the Western Plains. Ultimately, the workers covered the cables with a thin steel tape to discourage the gophers. I suppose the college will have to do the same. Perhaps you should suggest it, Eugene. Hmm. Though I can't imagine why the gophers enjoyed the taste of lead in the first place. Hmm. Perhaps gophers are like humans. They enjoy something challenging to sink their teeth into. Just so they don't bite off more than they can chew. Well, perhaps you should drop them a line to warn them. I'd have to dig up their address first. Oh, uh, I wouldn't bother, Katrina. Uh, gophers wouldn't know a good suggestion from a hole in the ground. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, hi. Uh, yes, Miss Kendall? Sorry to interrupt, Eugene, uh, but I was wondering if you know where Jack is. Well, his most recent words to me indicated that he would be up in the office working on his painting. 
his painting. I find that hard to picture. Oh, not if you draw on your imagination. Jack's working on a painting? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Tom found out Jack liked to paint and suggested he enter something in the public library's local art display. I believe he wanted to uh, brush up on his skills. Well, I hope he doesn't make an exhibition of himself. Exhibition? Uh, Mr. Allen isn't the type to show off. <laughs> Hold on. What are you two doing? 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 Brush up. Exhibition of himself, show off. I don't get it. Is this some kind of game? Oh, uh, merely an abstract diversion, Miss Kendall. One person uses a word, phrase, or subject, and the other person has to follow it with a related word, phrase, or subject. You're playing a word game, Eugene? I thought you hated puns. <clears throat> In their proper place, puns can be a helpful mental exercise. Uh-huh. Eugene is only saying that because he knows it's no contest. Uh, she says that, but she has met her match in me. Oh, I get it. She said contest, and you said met or match. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, it's a striking game, but I don't have any words to fire off. Huh? huh? You said match, so I said striking, because you strike a match and it makes it fire. Which is why I said... Okay. Oh, never mind. I think I'll go find Jack. Oh, Eugene, do you have the time? Uh, oh, uh, time? Uh, what does time have to do with fire? Nothing. I, I need to know the real time. Oh, um, it's 2.45. Oh, my. I have to go. I'm tutoring a new student this afternoon. See you later. Oh, uh, farewell. seems rather commonplace, Mom and Dad, but bear with me. I dashed off to meet with my new student while Connie went up to see Mr. Allen. I found out the nature of that conversation and many others later. Hold on. Come in. Hi, Jack. Sorry to bother you, but... Oh, well, this is interesting. It's just a canvas. Eugene said you were working on a painting. Is this it? Uh-huh. But I don't want anyone to see it yet. I'm not finished. Oh. I didn't know you liked to paint. Can I see it? Maybe when it's ready. Not even a quick peek? Not even a quick peek. Yeah. Is there something I can do for you? Oh, well, I just, I just wanted you to know that the new ice cream was delivered. Well, thanks for telling me. Sure. Hmm. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Connie? Well, can't you just tell me what the subject is? I'd rather not. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll see you later. I met with my new student in one of the tutoring rooms at the college. Her name was Melissa. At first I was confused because she was supposed to be a young girl in middle school. But the girl I met looked like she was my age, a college student. She had on nicely applied makeup and styled hair and a very fashionable outfit. And she even conducted herself with an easygoing confidence. You must be Katrina Shanks. It's very nice to meet you. Well, nice to meet you, too. You are Melissa, aren't you? Uh-huh. May I call you Katrina, or do you prefer Miss Shanks? Oh, Katrina's fine. You look older than I expected. <laughs> do I? Well, thank you. A lot of people say that. Boys at the high school ask me out all the time. You don't go out with them, do you? No, my parents won't let me. 
Silly, aren't they? Not really. Now, your mother said on the phone that you need some help with your studies in English, history, and math. Where did you get that ring? It's just beautiful. Oh, thanks. It was a gift from my father when I left for college. He must be a wonderful man. Yes, yes, he is. Now, I was thinking that it would be helpful to establish where you are academically. W was he upset? I beg your pardon? That you left home for college. Your father. Well, a little, I guess. But I have other siblings still at home, so that eases the loss. Now, there's some texts at the library I want you to get so we can get started. Tell me about your siblings. Brothers? Sisters? I have two brothers. Now, Melissa... I'll bet they're cute. Oh, they're adorable. Do you have pictures with you? I'd love to see them. We really should start studying. We will. I would just like to see a picture of your family. Well, okay. I think I've got one in my wallet here. My time with Melissa went by very quickly, and I only realized after the fact how hard it was to get her to study. I wasn't concerned, though, because she seemed to have natural poise and intelligence. I was certain that any time we lost would be made up quickly in later sessions. Nonetheless, I gave her a pop quiz to test her basic knowledge. She was surprised, but finally settled down to take it. As I conducted my meeting with Melissa, Eugene and Connie were back at wit's end, intrigued by this mysterious painting of Jack Allen's. So you don't have any ideas either? None whatsoever. Mr. Allen can come up with anything for all we can guess. Well, I'm dying to know what it is. Miss Kendall, as I've so often observed in the past, and your own experiences confirm it, curiosity in your hands is like a dangerous weapon in the hands of a maniac, out of control and likely to harm. Oh, yeah. To respond in kind, yeah. Eugene? Uh, Connie? Uh, over here, Jack. At your service, Mr. Allen. If it's all right, I have to run some errands in Connorsville. You mean Connellsville? Hmm? Oh, yes, yeah, yes, of course. <laughs> then I guess I'll go home, so I'll see you tomorrow, okay? Sure. Um, how's your painting coming along? Huh? Oh, oh, I finished it. Really? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't have time to show it to you right now. I'm running late. See you. Bye. Enjoy your errands. Well, let's go. Go? Up to see the painting. What? Well, he said I could see it when he was finished, and now he's finished. But I don't think... Eugene, he, really... he said he's finished. He just didn't have time to show it to me now. I don't think that means I can't look for myself. Are you coming? Well... It's that one, under the canvas. Under the canvas. A strong indication that he doesn't want it seen. Or a strong indication that he didn't want to get dust on it. Hmm. We just have to take the cover off. I wish I felt better about this. Step aside. I'll take the canvas off. Oh. Oh. Uh. <clears throat> is that the painting? I'm not sure that painting is the right word. This is what he was working on. Hmm. It's, uh... Yeah, the words escape me, too. Uh, mountains on the horizon? No, no, no. I, I think it's more of a an army of red ants, uh, or something, marching towards a, a giant chocolate bunny, perhaps. Uh, <clears throat> obviously an impressionistic work. Well, only if he's doing an impression of someone who can't paint. Eugene, this is awful. Suffice to say, I wouldn't want to hang it on my wall. Or any wall, for that matter. What are we going to do? I beg your pardon? 
Well, Jack is going to hang it on a wall in public at the library. That was the idea, yes. But we can't let him. If anyone sees this, he'll be humiliated. Uh, Katrina, over here. I saw Eugene later in the cafe at the college. He reluctantly told me about looking at Mr. Allen's painting and how terrible it was. Then we had a conversation about Melissa, my new student. Hmm. You sound as if you're impressed with Melissa. Oh, yes. She's very mature for her age. She even talks older than she is. Hmm. She gets sidetracked easily, but otherwise she's extraordinary. The only thing that doesn't make sense is why she needs a tutor. Well, perhaps there's more to her than meets the eye. Maybe so. I gave her a pop quiz just to test the extent of her knowledge. It should be a good indicator of what we'll have to work on, if we have to work on anything. If she's as smart as I think, I may have to tell her parents that she doesn't need my help. I would humbly suggest to be careful not to jump to any conclusions. Oh, I'd never count my chickens before they're hatched. But you might kill two birds with one stone. Not when a bird in hand is worth two in the bush. Unless birds of a feather flock together. Well, then I'd be forced to fly the coop. There was paltry humor in that remark. Oh, Eugene, that's a foul thing to say. Well, I was just winging it. <laughs> I went back to my room that evening and graded Melissa's test. We met the next day to talk about it. I what? You failed the pop quiz, Melissa. No way. I'm really sorry. I checked it over twice. You have the prettiest handwriting I've ever seen, but your name is about the only thing you spelled correctly. I'm surprised and disappointed. Well, what did you expect? Our first time together and you just threw it at me. It's a basic exam, Melissa. There's nothing there you shouldn't already know. Are you kidding? How was I supposed to think straight when all you did was go on and on about your family? What? Your father did this, your mother did that. Oh, aren't my brothers so cute? Give me a break. Melissa, you asked about my family. I tried to get us back to studying, What but kind you... of teacher are you? First you bore me to death, then you hit me with a ridiculous exam. Melissa, any girl your age with average intelligence should know the answer to those questions. I don't care about average girls. You want to know what I think about your exam? This is what I think of it. You can keep it. I'm going to have to talk to your parents. You better not. I must. Go ahead, but I'll tell them what really happened. All you wanted to do was gab about your boring life, and then you tried to make me take a test, but I wouldn't take it, so you're trying to get me in trouble. But you won't. You'll be in trouble. I'll tell them what a horrible teacher you are, and my parents will make sure that everybody knows it, and you'll never teach anybody ever again. You just try it. What do you want? I, w I want to talk. Look, I need to say something about what just happened. Yeah, like what? Well, I think there's been a misunderstanding. That's better. So, we're going to forget about the test, and you're going to keep your job as my tutor? Not exactly. Then what did you want to say? I want to say first that you better never talk to me like that again. What? I don't care who you are, or how you dress, or how old you look. That tantrum of yours was worse than a spoiled two-year-old. You can't... Be quiet until I'm finished. Second, don't you ever threaten me or any adult you come in contact with again. You understand? You think you can wreck my career? 
Well, imagine the quality of your life without a proper education. I... Now, you're going to turn around, go back to that classroom, and give me a heartfelt apology. And we're going to study until you can take that test confidently and never have to resort to childish outbursts to cover for bad grades again. Why should I? Because I'm telling you to. And my guess is that considering your obnoxious attitude, I'm probably the only tutor left in Odyssey who will help you get through school. Now move it, young lady. For a moment, we looked at each other, and I thought she would turn and walk away. But she didn't. She went back to the classroom and apologized. After which, she cried like the little girl she really was. My guess is, behind the nice clothes and stylish hair and grown-up play acting, was a young girl who needed some help. Unfortunately, she decided to let me help her. Our relationship wasn't the same after that. I'm happy to say that she's doing better all the time. But I learned an important lesson, too, which I'll explain later. Jack? Yes, Connie. Uh, hello, Eugene. Uh, uh, greetings. Um, uh, how'd your errands go yesterday? Errands? Oh, oh, well, as fine as errands can go, I suppose. <laughs> good. Had a good night's sleep? Yeah. And I stopped off to get a few groceries this morning, and since the supplier isn't coming till next week, I thought, uh, I, uh, is something wrong? Wrong? Nothing wrong, per se. <laughs> what could be wrong? <laughs> wrong, indeed. Oh. Well, it's just that you're both looking at me like... Well, like something happened. Happened? Well, nothing could happen, uh, per se. Happened. No, possibly. <laughs> really, you can tell me what's wrong. Wrong? Well, nothing could be wrong. wrong. Please, please, please. What is going on here? Well. Well. Can you come up to the office? Sure. But why? It's about your painting. What about my painting? All right, we're here. You, uh, want to tell me what this is all about? Eugene? Oh, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Allen, inasmuch as we respect you as a, a, a friend and, uh... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. Uh, Miss Kendall has something to tell you. Thanks, Eugene. Jack, if there's one thing we all believe around wit's end, it's that honesty is the best policy, right? So I've heard. Well, then it's best to lay our cards on the table. Shoot from the proverbial hip. Make a clean slate of it. Bite the bullet and Eugene, face... Eugene, this isn't your game. Oh. Um, to make a long story short, Jack... Uh... Yes, please do, Miss Kendall. If you don't mind, I think it'd be best for all of us if you would just say what you have to say. Well... Well, we looked at your painting and we think it's just terrible. Tactfully put, Miss Kendall. He said to just say it. You looked at my painting? Yeah. Oh. And you think it's terrible? Well, maybe terrible's too strong a word. Wholly inadequate as a description. Awful, maybe. Uh, amateurish. Uh, ugly. Not suitable for public exposure. Good. Just so it isn't terrible. <laughs> Look, can you be a little more specific? It'd help me to understand what didn't work for you. Oh, well... Perhaps if we took the canvas off... Uh... The canvas? What canvas? Well, uh, this canvas. You mean you looked at what was under this canvas? Yeah. What's wrong? Well, let's take the canvas off and see. <laughs> this is it? That's the one. <laughs> what specifically don't you like about it? Jack, I'm not sure how to be specific. Oh, please try. Well, let's see. Uh... <laughs> 
the, uh, the colors didn't work for you. Hmm? Maybe the texture? Uh, how about the contrasting shapes? Mr. Allen? What's so funny? <laughs> funny? Well, well, you too, if you don't mind my saying so. What do we do? This isn't the painting I did for the exhibit. It isn't? The painting for the exhibit is over behind the desk. This happens to be some doodling I was doing for my next painting. Then I got frustrated and cleaned my brushes on it. Oh, oops. You really thought this was my painting? Well... We suspected there must have been some sort of error. Uh, yeah, or it was a new style of art or something. Or something. And you've been worrying since yesterday about how to tell me. We didn't want to hurt your feelings. I see. It's funny. It reminds me of a lesson I once learned. Really? Uh-huh. But I'm not going to tell you what it was. Jack! Mr. Allen! Sorry, we have to get back to work. But... It's probably obvious to you, Mom and Dad, but the two lessons didn't seem connected at all until I spoke with Mr. Allen much later. We compared notes about everything that had happened. He drew some interesting applications out of these very ordinary circumstances. I guess if there's a common thread between the two stories, it's that you can't always tell where things are from their appearances. You thought Melissa was more mature than she was because of how she looked. Connie and Eugene made a judgment about my paintings because they thought I was finished when I hadn't even started. I suppose both are examples of what happens when we take things strictly at face value. We often draw the wrong conclusion. Yes. In other words, appearances can be deceiving. Or never judge a book by its cover. Or, well, never mind. I guess the important thing to remember whenever we want to pass judgment or draw conclusions is that we're all at different stages in our growth and development. Like Melissa, where you thought she was more mature than she was, or my painting, which Connie and Eugene thought was finished when I hadn't even started it. The truth is, every one of us is at various points in the process of change. Does that help with your letter? Yes, sir. Do you think these kinds of lessons happen around wit's end all the time? I don't know about that, Katrina. I suspect they happen everywhere. The trick is learning to look for them. Do you see what I mean? That's how things seem to work at wit's end. Well, I should go now. I need to study for an exam tomorrow. Meanwhile, I'll be putting my best foot forward. Keeping my nose to the grindstone. Putting my shoulder to the wheel. Without letting the grass grow under my feet. <laughs> Your loving daughter, Katrina. You know, Odyssey isn't the only place where the simple events in life can teach you important lessons. If you look around right where you are, God can teach you all kinds of things through the experiences you have with your family, friends, even your enemies. You can learn at school, church, home, anywhere in fact. You just have to keep your eyes and your heart open to what God wants you to learn. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. A book by its cover was written by Paul McCusker and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell. And our executive producer is Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.